0: On this episode, we're talking about why affiliate marketing can be a good place to start a side hustle. My name is Lou Blazer. You're listening to Second Breaks. This is episode 111. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Second Breaks, a weekly show where we explore all the ways that we can navigate the future of work, make smart career moves, and thrive in a changing world. If you're new to the show, first of all, welcome. I am so glad that you found me and you found Second Breaks. You know, we've been exploring the topic of side hustles and side gigs for a few weeks now. This is actually the fourth episode in the series. And on today's show, we're talking to John Lagudakis, one of Australia's top internet marketers. Now, before he found his new career in online marketing, he was in the IT support business. And while the money was good and it supported him and his family, it wasn't providing him with the flexibility that he wanted. He had a young family, he had young kids, and he wanted to spend time with them. And his business, his job at that time, wasn't allowing him to do that. So he started to look around to find alternative ways of making a living where he wouldn't have to trade time for money. And that's when he stumbled upon the wide, wild world of the internet and affiliate marketing. On this episode, we talked about how he got started with affiliate marketing on nights and weekends, pretty much, because he still was running his you know, main job, his main thing full time and how he was able to establish a revenue stream only to be shut down by the Google gods. Uh, he also describes the differences between network marketing, multi-level marketing, and affiliate marketing. Now, these are terms that you probably have heard about or you will hear about them if you start dipping your toes into you know online marketing space. And so he talks about or he describes these three terms uh, very uh, uh, easily or in a, in a way that we could easily understand and he also talks about why he believes that affiliate marketing is a good place to start if you're looking to you know start a side business from scratch or if you have no prior experience in business Now, before I transition to my chat with John, a brief word about SecondBreaks.com, the home website of this podcast. At SecondBreaks.com, you're going to find show notes for all the episodes and transcripts like the one of my conversation with John, not to mention the full backlist of previous episodes. So, for example, if you're interested to see or explore the previous episodes on the Side Hustle series, you can find it there. In addition, you're going to also uh, find other resources to help you with your career move. For example, there's a pivot guide that comprises five moves that helped previous guests make smooth career transitions. You're going to find the link to download that on the website. And one thing in particular that I want to call your attention to is the Second Breaks Weekly. This is a weekly brief of the latest strategies and key developments in the future of work to help you plan your career move in a changing world of work. And so I would invite you to sign up for the Second Breaks Weekly when you visit secondbreaks.com. Okie dokie. Let me get out of the way and let me transition to my conversation with John. You are the very first uh, person with this kind of career on the podcast. I'm always excited to bring new models of possibility to my audience. So why don't we take a a trip down memory lane and take us back to, I think, 2006. Back then, you were in IT. You were in the IT support business. And you started to think about doing something different. Um,
1: 2006, I was in my early 30s and I had a young family. So married, had my third uh, child was born in 2006. And so I had like a four-year-old, two-year-old and a newborn in 2006. And I had my computer support business, like you said and And it was fine, like it was the money was good, I enjoyed the work well, actually, the work was a little bit stressful because people would call me when they had computer problems, so they were pretty usually pretty stressed and needed me straight away right there I mean the business was was going great uh money was good, but it was we we were living and I still do live in Brisbane, my family all in Sydney, which is like a twelve hour drive away my wife's family were all overseas she's from overseas so it was just us it was my wife and I and the kids basically in Brisbane and I wanted to be more available for my family and so that's what was going through my head like you know really I'm running around it was good having my our own business so I was flexible with our time but not as flexible as I would have wanted it to be and and so and I knew my wife was struggling too and so that's why I thought, hey, you know, maybe there's some different ways I can earn money. And uh, so what I uh, – someone lent me a copy of Rich Dad, Poor Dad back around that, around that time, uh, around 2006. I don't remember the exact times around then. And, and, and wow, wow, that was a big eye-opener for me. If anyone hasn't read Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I highly recommend it. It really does open your eyes and think, wait a second – you know, the way that I'm taught to earn money uh, by my, you know, by the, the education system, by your family and people that you know is is very limiting, extremely limiting. There's lots of different ways and better ways to earn. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, to create income streams that didn't require me to be exchanging my time for money. and And so that book yeah, my and and the thing that I he sort of recommends if you don't have anything, a good place to start is network marketing. He talks about. So I thought, oh, look, I'll try that, and uh, and and I joined a company that I really liked the product, and I started promoting it to family and friends, neighbors, doing pamphlet drops in the area, but that only got me so far. And then I got, to, I had some success, but I thought, wait a second, if I go online, then I can find more people. Like it's limited limitless online and so that's what sort of got me on the journey so and as i was uh, looking for ways to promote my network marketing business online and back in 2006 affiliate marketing was really kicking off it was really really popular google ads and clickbank and it was people going crazy making really good money and i kept on seeing it all the time so i tried it and you know what i didn't have success straight away but eventually i did have success and as soon as I made that first, pro- and the, the first dollar that I made was so exciting. The first, I remember I, I spent one dollar and made a two dollar sale, and that was it. I was hooked. I was hooked because I said to myself, "You know, what, I mean, that doesn't sound like a lot, right? It Doesn't sound like, you know." But the, the logic is, hey, wait a second. Uh, that I spent that one dollar in advertising, made two dollars profit. I thought I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to go for it, and I did. And I really went for it, and. And uh, that's where I am, sort of led me where I am today.
0: Did I hear you say you didn't really know anyone who is in that space? Like you read this book, but it's not like you knew someone who was making it in this world. So you were just testing it out for yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I did not have any affiliate marketing, online marketing experience at all. I didn't know anyone that was making money online at all. But uh, yeah, I just kept seeing it.
0: At that time, you were still heavily or full time, I suppose, doing the IT support, right? And so you were kind of doing this what nights and weekends type stuff.
1: Pretty much any spare moment I had, uh, that you know, yeah, weekends, nights. I, I'm, I'm a late. I'm sort of a late person anyway. Like I'm the type of person that stays up late anyway. So I thought, you know use my time wisely.
0: Was your intention always to at at one point I want to shut down this IT support business? Or was your were you just thinking, no, I wanna just spread my income sources, my my you know, just mm-hmm.
1: Right. Right. No, definitely the intention, uh, especially after we Rich that poor day, the intention was get rid of the IT support business. Ah. Uh, because it wasn't because it wasn't really a business. See a business is where you're not needed but I wasn't it was like a job really it's a job because uh, it, it was a one it was just me it was a one person business so uh yeah it was definitely the intention was hey let's no longer have to do the IT support business because I love the idea of online marketing like affiliate marketing where I could do it from home 100% it was going to be more flexible uh and I If I did it right, I'd have more time, more potential to earn more money, have more time. And you can do it anywhere in the world, which is great too.
0: Like, obviously, you had established yourself in the IT space. You're known to be that person that guy right and I'm sure your family your friends thought of you that way what was the uh, initial reaction like when you started talking about you know I'm gonna stop doing this I'm gonna get into online marketing
1: yeah you know what I and I learned from experience because prior to that like I said I tried the network marketing I'd I'd left a fairly good company to start the IT business Uh, and, and I would always get comments from family you know why? You know why are you doing that? Just stay with what you do. You know, and so so when I started this thing, I didn't tell anybody. I just just did it. And when I started making money, then yeah, I started telling people about it. I think it's best, especially if you've got family that are not business minded or they've never really taken that risk and been successful in trying something. It's best just to go and do it yourself
0: i would imagine it's easier to understand if, if you're talking to somebody and you say well i'm in it support everybody understands what it support is right but i would imagine when you when you talk to someone and you say i'm an affiliate marketer you i mean unless they're very much into the online space they're probably going to go what 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 do you do yeah
1: they think you, yeah they think you're selling nigerian lotteries or russian brides.
0: Exactly, exactly. So let's get into that, because you mentioned a couple of different phrases, and there is affiliate marketing, there's online marketing, there's network marketing, there's multi-level mar- there's all these phrases that are circling around, and, and you've used a couple of those. Is there a difference between these phrases or between these types of things?
1: Yeah, there is. And there's, there's three different types that I think we've touched upon Net, network marketing and multi-level marketing are usually the same thing. And it's where, and that's where like you're talking Amway, you're talking ASEA, you're talking, uh, you know, or, uh, what's some other popular ones is, uh, Melaleuca, it's uh, essential central oils. So, so it's not your product. And you you earn money by first of all you have to purchase it yourself, uh, and usually, and then you earn money as you refer other people that buy the product, and you earn it on a multi level. That's why they call it multi level marketing, because you earn it not just the people you introduce, but the people that they introduce and who they introduce down many levels. You get you get paid for that, and you can earn very good money. Uh, and uh, network marketing is the same the same thing. Uh, affiliate marketing is where you, again, you don't own the product. You earn money for when you sell the product, but you don't necessarily have to buy the product, and it's not on a tiered, usually not on a tiered level. It's just the person you introduce the product to that buys, you earn uh, a commission. And back, back when I started back in 2006 with ClickBank, because they're digital products like eBooks and software, there's you know very little overheads. You earn anywhere between fifty to seventy five percent commission for sale. so the commissions were fantastic. ClickBank's not so big today, like JVZoo sort of taking over where ClickBank used to be. But a lot of people do affiliate marketing with Amazon, so you'll see a lot of people with travel blogs and other type of sites where they will. Up or YouTube, they have a YouTube channel where they're talking about a certain thing and they say, hey, I've got a link to that product that I use below and the link will usually be an Amazon affiliate link and if you go and buy it, go to amazon.com and buy that product, that person will earn a commission. That's affiliate marketing. Yeah, And online marketing is usually when it's your own usually your own stuff that you're selling so you could be uh, you could have a website that you're selling things uh, it could be, be dropship uh, or it could be just your own products or services that you're selling online. Uh, pre- online marketing is more broad in that it's pretty much anything that you, you any, and there's lots of different ways to make money online, by the way, not just selling products and services. You can make money, for example, if you have a website that gets a lot of traffic and you put AdSense, banners, Google AdSense banners on your site and Google pays you for those impressions, you get a revenue, you get share that money with Google. So that's one way to make money online. There's lots of different, online marketing uh, strategies to, to earn money online.
0: So you were in IT support, and then people go, well, I'm in IT support, I know IT very well, why don't, I, why don't I teach something in IT? Why don't I create a course, or why don't I, you know, and then sell that course? And so, so this is the typical sort of path that I see people going from their expertise into branching into, but you didn't go there. And I was wondering if... if, if uh, why you didn't, or if you considered it, but said, "I don't want to do that."
1: I basically was, and you're right. There's a lot of people when they start a business, um, either as an affiliate or their own, the, trying to sell their own products and services. They think of what they know or what they like, and that's not a bad thing. I think it is good to find something you you know you're passionate about. But at the same time, you need to create. Uh, you need to promote a product or service or create a product or service that the market really wants. It's not about you, you know, it's it's about if you want to be successful, you have to really give the market what it wants. And so what I did as an affiliate, I didn't care about what I liked or didn't like or had an interest in or didn't have an interest in. I purely looked at, okay, what's the, the hottest products that people are buying right now, the most popular? And that's what I uh, promoted. And I did very well.
0: So there's the element of it that you had to get to know the product that you or products that you are promoting. And also you have to understand the mechanics of keywords and the mechanics of an affiliate marketing business, like the business itself. You had to learn how to make that work. You're doing this online. So there's the mechanics of understanding how that works. So you were having to learn a lot of things.
1: Oh, yeah. Learning curve is huge when you start any new business, really, it, definitely with online marketing. Online marketing, it's, it was very, the challenges that I had at the beginning were that, A, there was so many different ways I could choose to make money online. Affiliate marketing, like using Google AdWords to promote ClickBank products was one very specific way. And that's what I did, and it worked very well for me until Google shut down my account, and I had to look for a different way to do it. But um, and, and that, by the way, didn't require me to know anything about the product or service, really, because I just chose very specific keywords that I knew people that wanted that product or service, you know, that they could see my ad. So And, and I didn't have to create the product. I didn't have to create the sales page. I just – I got credited for sending that traffic because I used my unique link. Um but, yeah, so the challenges that I faced when I first started were, A, there were so many different strategies. I, I just chose one and it worked and I stuck with it. And I think that was one of my strengths was that I didn't think, hey, there's so many different other ways. I want to try this. I want to try that. That is not a good idea. Just find one strategy that makes sense to you. Find someone that's, that's successful with that. If they have a mentoring program, buy it. And just do the same as them. It's that simple. But the other challenge I had um, was information overload. And it sort of goes along with what I was talking about before. Online marketing, it's ridiculous how many products. It, literally every day there's a new product, a new shiny object coming out telling you, hey, you use this and you're going to make lots of money online. I unsubscribed. Like I learned, it took me a little while, but I learned to unsubscribe from all those email lists because it's crazy. It'll, it'll destroy you, destroy you buying this program, that program. So the money you spend, the time you spend, don't do it again. So uh, that's, again, one of my strengths, I think, that I just chose one thing and I stuck with it
0: going to take a brief pause here from John's story. I want to let you know that Second Breaks is brought to you by Ant Thriving. Now, Ant Thriving is a professional network supporting Gen Xers and younger boomers who are making career transitions and want to thrive in a changing world of work. Now, Ant Thriving members get access to career pivot resources, mentorship, future of work webinars and a private platform to develop professional connections learn more about and thriving by visiting and so do you think that the fact that you were coming from the tech space did that make it easier or even if you didn't have that did you, do you think that you could have you could have made it anyway
1: all the skills that I learned with my online business, uh, most of the stuff I had to learn, most of I had to learn. I think, yeah, I think it was helpful that I was comfortable with computers, uh, definitely, but I didn't have any special skills. Honestly, there was nothing. All the stuff that I did previously it was all hardware and software support, but whereas the online marketing world, it was totally different. Everything was new. Um, again, my strength is to that. I, uh, my mother taught me growing up. She said Yanni, because that's what she calls me. She doesn't call me John. She calls me my Greek name Yanni. She said Yanni. She said to me, uh, anything you put your mind to, you can do. And so I've always believed that. And it's so. And I've just um, YouTube and Google are my best friends. Everything I've, I've never done any courses or anything. Uh, I just Google it, YouTube it. If I need to find something, and I just learn how to do it, it can, it can be frustrating. Like some of the things, things that I've had to learn. Like now, I've had, I've been doing it for you know over ten years, and I'm still learning things. But initially, it's a lot of time and frustration. I'm telling you right now. So uh, it's just working through it, and so many resources available.
0: Isn't this space also? constantly changing like the rules google changes the rules facebook changes the rules all the time so you're having to constantly change what's working now isn't it
1: yeah definitely so for example i don't uh, the way i started uh making money online initially with google using google ads adwords to drive traffic to clickbank office i don't do that at all today at all it doesn't work google doesn't allow you so that's what happened so i became I, I did really well by the way so i started you know 2007 i think I, I started with the affiliate marketing side of things uh by january 2008 that's when i quit my it support business and did it full-time making money with google adwords clickbank offers by 2009 i was one of the top 100 clickbank affiliates in the world and i was actually surprised yeah i was actually quite surprised when i made that achievement uh, in, to, in the middle of 2009, though, I had my account shut down, and it wasn't just me, and I wasn't doing anything wrong. But Google, they just, there were some affiliates that were doing the wrong thing, and in, in Google just said, forget it. It's just too much trouble, so no more clickbank affiliate links on the Google AdWords network, and they just, yeah, account was gone. So,
0: but that's your, that's how you earn the money, right? That's your revenue source.
1: The amount of hours I spent creating hundreds of campaigns for so like hundreds of ClickBank products. The amount of time and, and the amount of income exactly it was it was devastating. I woke up one morning and I looked at my um, my ClickBank account. I loved doing it, loved getting up in the morning to see how many sales I made while I was sleeping. You know, everyone's dream. So I woke up one morning and looked at my ClickBank account. There was no sales, and it was very unusual. Normally, because like uh, U.S. spending t- uh, time is usually while I'm sleeping, very unusual. Uh, a little bit concerned, but then, but it has happened before, so I wasn't wasn't too 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 concerned. But then, when I checked my inbox and I saw that I had an email from uh, Google saying that my account had been indefinitely suspended, then that's when it really hit me, and it was it was devastating. Like I went through all the emotions. I went through the the denial, the devastation, the grief, anger—like all that stuff—and um, I tried. I tried so hard, calling them, emailing them, but they wouldn't budge. And um, yeah, it took. It was really devastating, like really. But at the same time, I sort of knew I had heard of this happening to other affiliates in the past, and i I was making, I was using Bing ads and Yahoo ads, which was around back then as well. Um, I had duplicated what I was doing on those networks so there was a little bit of money coming in from that but also I'd, I'd started a different strategy where I was using YouTube creating lots of videos on YouTube and getting traffic to my my office, my website and and I started selling uh, doing webinars and selling my own product and so that's that's the trans- transition I made from from that to doing uh, see so again selling my own product using webinars driving traffic with YouTube and email ad swaps, which was, um, I won't get into too much detail about that. But basically, if you have if you have an email list, you can work with other email list owners to drive traffic to each other's offers. And so I was doing that, and that worked really, really well for years. Did that for years. And then when that died down, uh, because things always change, like we've said, then uh, around that time, I actually got approached by a, a good friend who started a business, and he wanted a partnership with me to do all the online stuff. So the take care of the website, the online lead generation. So we, we worked together. And then that ended a few years ago because the uh, industry just totally changed. The government changed a lot of things in that. It was a highly regulated uh, industry. Um, and that opportunity was no longer around. So I thought, well, what am I going to do next? There's like, There's so many different ways to earn money online. I've got a lot of experience now. And what I felt the need was, Because I I was hearing horror stories from other friends of mine who had businesses and were hiring SEO companies paying thousands of dollars per month and not getting any, very little or no results. Not all SEO companies are bad, but there was quite a few that were doing the wrong thing by business owners. And I thought to myself, well, look, here's an opportunity. I've got a lot of skills with online marketing. Businesses need an ethical digital marketing agency. So... Started one up and that's what I've been doing, uh, building that up for the last few years.
0: So what do you do today and who do you work with and what kind of work, what, what service do you actually provide?
1: Yeah, so what I do today, I basically help business owners with their online marketing. So I help them with their setting up, maintaining their websites, help them with uh, the conversion of their websites to make sure it's, you know, when they get visitors to it, people are taking action like they're signing up to the email or they're calling them or buying stuff through their e-commerce store. And I help them with advertising campaigns, the Google ad campaigns, Facebook ad campaigns, uh, SEO optimizing uh, their websites as well. So I do that for businesses, all, all types of, pretty much any type of business I'm happy to help.
0: Just sort of bringing this conversation full circle, you you know, you started down this path because you wanted to have more flexibility in your with your time and 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 be there for your for your kids, for your family. I can just imagine that, you know, they they observe you now in the work that you do, which is very different from say when I grew up, my parents went to work, right? It's very different from um, how they might be growing up and seeing what their parents do, my, what my dad does. He spends a lot of time online, right? And so what do you think they're learning out of this, observing you, you're, you know, what what do you think they're learning out of this? Or, or, or how is this shaping their view of what work could be for them?
1: I, I do what I do because of my family. You know, it's, it's, it's why I do it. It's funny to it's funny because even up until recently the the kids are now like I've got we've got a seven year old uh, home here, thirteen year old, fifteen year old, and um, so even up until recently they say, hey Deb, what do you, what do you actually do? What do you do? And it makes me laugh, and uh, so. I still actually, I still joke and tell them I I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. You know, I still haven't decided. So, but I guess uh, what I'm hoping that they they understand is for me anyway, it's it's a means to an end. What I do with web agents, yes, I provide a valuable service for my clients, but uh, I'm only doing it to provide a lifestyle for our family. So it's not about it's not my identity i'm not a online marketer or digital marketing person well it's not my main identity anyway for me anyway my main identity is a husband and father and then that's sort of that's something i do to provide for my family um but yeah i'm not sure if i'm answering your question really well but i i'm hoping my kids learn what i try to teach them uh, as far as because they are getting to the point where they should be thinking about hey what am I going to be doing to pro- to provide for myself and my family and uh, hopefully they learn that basically anything that they do as long as they provide value if you provide value in the marketplace and you're always striving to to be the best in your whatever the field is it doesn't matter really what you choose you'll You'll be happy and you'll always have something. Uh, you'll ha- always, whether it's an occupation or a business. I mean, I'm happy that they will have their own businesses, but I don't mind if they go you and know, work for someone else as well. If they, if they want to do that, that's fine too.
0: Could you tell us where we can find you online where you talk a little bit about your business, where we can find out more about the business and about you?
1: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So um, uh, the business is webagents.com.au is the website uh, for my business. Me personally, uh, I'm happy for anyone to reach out to me on Facebook. Um, uh, There's not many John Legadakis. I can spell my surname. It's L A G O U D A K I S.
0: Cool beans. Well, I'll definitely put a link to that on the show notes so thank you so much john for sharing your you know behind the scenes i so appreciate this conversation
1: thank you lou we appreciate it also
0: i hope you found this episode useful for the show notes and all the links head on over to secondbreaks.com forward slash podcasts and remember to sign up for the second breaks weekly to get the full second breaks experience Next week, my guest is Justine Sones. She started a side hustle in a totally different field from her day job. Similar to John, she was also looking for flexibility having just become a new mom. But in her case, she took the skills that she honed in one field of work and applied them in a totally different capacity. So the best way not to miss that episode is to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet using whatever app it is that you're using right now to listen to this episode. Or if you happen to be listening to this on the website, you're going to find options for podcast apps right below the audio player. One last thing and a big favor, if you like listening to this podcast and find it useful, I would so much appreciate it if you would share and tell your friends about it. It would help me tremendously in spreading the word about the podcast. Okie dokie, I will be back next week with Justine Soans and her side hustle story. Until then, keep on making your debt, my friend. Cool beans.